I'm Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to join me is Kelly Corrigan, and she's been called the voice of her generation by O, the Oprah Magazine, and the Poet Laureate of the Ordinary by the Huffington Post. She's the author of New York Times bestsellers, Tell Me More, The Middle Place, Lift, and Glitter and Glue, and her podcast, Kelly Corrigan Wonders, and her PBS show, Tell Me More, Keep Her Really Busy. She's here to talk about her new book, Hello World. Congratulations. Thank you so much. When did you first start writing the book? Because I feel like it's so timely. Isn't that incredible? Um, I started a while ago. I had met with this editor in New York for a drink because she has a kid my kid's age. And I had written a graduation speech that got picked up by the New York Times. Amazing. This woman reached out and said, you know, people who can write a good graduation speech are really good uh, potential children's book authors because they've Ah. gotten good at refining like one big idea and Mm -hmm. communicating it. Yes. So if you could write a kid's book, what would you say? And we started talking about, oh, the places you will go, the Dr. Seuss book. Right. You know, it's so funny about that book is that I love the, I love the language and I love the illustrations, but I don't love the message. Because I don't really think it's true. I don't yeah. really think it's true that what makes a great life is this solitary journey of achievement seeking and mm-hmm. pedestal seeking. And you know, if you remember, like the cover is this person all alone on this tiny pedestal, it's so small that they their toes are hanging over the edge. Right. And I thought that's just not at all what's true for me. Like what's true for me, what makes my life great are the people in it. Mm-hmm. And what makes those relationships great are our conversations and what makes any conversation work is asking questions and being more interested in the other person than you are in yourself. Absolutely. Weirdly rare. I mean, it's just too, they see every person I know has had the experience where they go to a dinner party and they sit next to a person and they think, Oh my God, they literally didn't ask me a single question. Like it's insane. Yeah. So I think it's quite easy to get from one end of your life to the other without adopting this position of curiosity. And so that's really what Hello World is all about. It's like everybody that you're interacting with and that you're crossing paths with has a great story to tell you. And it's up to you to discover that. Yes. You know, that's why I love this show is because I created the show actually out of loss after losing a friend, but it has opened me up to meeting all kinds of different people, sharing their stories of ups and downs and things they learned. And it's not so much about the book they wrote or the film they produced. It's who they are. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, losing a friend will make you want more life. That's for sure. Yes. But it's funny. When I started reading your book, I was thinking of Dr. Seuss, but I thought, no, this, this has, this is so much more to it. And and I wanted to share, it reminded me of how my daughter was doing community service. She met this woman, Harriet, who was 93, and it was supposed to be a six-month project. It turned into a seven-year relationship where we all connected with Harriet, and, wow. and Harriet lived to be 100. And the reason I'm telling you this is because, you know, she was a total stranger. And here right. we would go and connect and talk, and, and there are such gems in this world where it could be yes. someone sitting next to you in a bus. Yes, Yes. Yes. And and it's one of the greatest facts that for the low, low price of like two or three questions, 
you could be in like a million dollar conversation. Yes. And it, and it's always available to you. I mean, you could literally be doing it every day, especially now, now that the world, as you say, I mean, the timing is uncanny. Right. The world is reopening and um, the, the Chauvin trial is complete and yeah. we can all exhale. And I, I just think when you, when we go back out there, like, let's be interested in each other. I agree. I was once at a Syracuse alumni luncheon that I didn't want to go to. My dad said, oh, I signed you up. Go, go <laughs> ahead. He knew I was having like a bad time. I was living in Boston and um, I go, I didn't want to be there. They went around the room. My heart was pounding. I didn't like my job. And they said, what do you do? And the woman across from me was in her late 70s. She was an actress. And she said, sweetheart, I can tell you don't like what you do. What do you really want to do? And I said, I actually want to go into voice acting. I was in mm-hmm. corporate training. And long story short, she says, here's my acting teacher. You're to call her today. And then you're to call me and tell me you called her. Oh, <laughs> so, I know. I mean, you know, the, the wisdom of old ladies, like one of the interviews I did for PBS was with Brian Stevenson, the great mm-hmm. civil rights attorney who was, uh, wrote Just Mercy. Yes. And he talks a lot about his kind of early experiences at the knee of Rosa Parks and some other incredible women and how he learned to keep his mouth shut and keep his ears open. Mm. And I think that's, I think that goes to a thing that any social scientist will tell you, which is that to the extent you're focused on yourself, you'll be sort of twisted up with anxiety. And to the extent that you're focused on others, you'll be more in a more expansive physiological state. Yes. And so just focus on others, just start asking questions and they don't have to be awkward or probing or, you know, it could be as simple as like, if you had a store, what would you sell? Yeah. Or like, what's a song that, you know, by heart or do you like your name? You know, and, and those questions will take you somewhere. You know, you might have to ask a follow-up question or two, but you're going to get somewhere. You're going to get to something meaningful and potentially you're going to find some common ground with another person, which is like really in short supply right now at, in terms of our society and the way that we're perceiving yes. each other. Yes. Well, we need, we need connectedness. We're so, you know, disconnected and isolated and and I love it. Judgy. We're so judgy. Oh God. I mean, yes. I mean, it's like nobody is giving each other the benefit of the doubt anymore. I agree. I was, I was saying to somebody yesterday, we need to be compassionate and empathetic because you might be behind somebody and be impatient, but you don't know what they're going through. I know. I always think that, you know, I had cancer in my thirties. I was, I had two kids in diapers Whoa. and I was in chemo and I, so I was bald and then I didn't have eyelashes or eyebrows. And I remember thinking at the time, a friend of mine's husband was in a deep depression, so deep that he was having electric shock therapy <gasps> and nobody knew it. Oh. And I thought it's so much better to be bald and have it be sort of clear to people. Yes. Like I could use a break today. Yeah. And it is for this guy and his family who has this big secret where he has to pretend like he's up all the time. And I never forgot how, I never forgot like the being in meetings with my friend and watching her and thinking, God, nobody in this room knows what you're going through. 
And then having the, the follow on aha of like, I wonder what the other people at this table are going through. Yes. I wonder who's, and, and I always say that to my kids when they get a weird reaction from somebody like a, a teacher won't write back or an employer is short with them or, and I think you just don't know, honest to God, like they might've just, they might've found out last night that the, that his wife's cheating on him. Yeah. Like it really probably has nothing to do with you. Yes. Or maybe the, you know, his brothers, um, you know, just found out that his kid's diabetic. I mean, like things are happening in people's lives all the time. And to the extent that we're, we give room for that is the extent to which our compassion will swell. Yes. I, I agree with you. You know, there are times where I'm thinking so-and-so hasn't responded to my email. What happened? They're not interested in me. Then I get an email. Oh, I'm so sorry. You know, so-and-so passed away. My dog was sick. My child. It's uncanny how often that happens to me. But you know, that also goes to asking questions, which is, you know, the goal of the podcast, the goal of the TV show, the goal of hello world, Mm -hmm. which is like a, a slight adjustment that I recommend to how are you? which is like the world's dumbest question that almost always leads nowhere is uh, what's up for you this week? What are you working on right now? Yeah. Because just adding a little specificity gives the person permission to give you a bit more of an answer. Right. And so if I say, you know, what's going on for you this week? And they say, oh my God, my mother's just like, we're having to move her from her house of 55 years to all of a sudden we're into something real. Uh, we've just tripped into like a, a totally alternate reality of authenticity and connection. Right. Yes. Versus, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, you oh, know, I can't it's stand just, that. Such a waste. It's How's a it waste. going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cra- crazy. Um, I wanted to back up. I wanted to ask you your backstory. I mean, you, you know, you have this PBS show. How did you, how did that happen? And, you know, tell me about your background. So I started writing books like 12 years ago. My dad and I had cancer at the same time. And so I wrote this book called The Middle Place and it landed us, my dad and me, and then eventually my mom and my husband on the Today Show. Amazing. And that was my first experience with television. And it was super fun. And Katie Couric became a friend after that. And I went on the Today Show a bunch more times. And then I wrote three more books and then I started podcasting. And over the course of recording stuff for Kelly Corrigan Wonders, I was really honing um, my joy in conversation. Great. And I had worked with these a few people at PBS over the years doing special video essays. And somebody at PBS reached out and said, Hey, you know, we, we feel like we have a sense of you and we'd love for you to pitch for a one-on-one talk show, Dick Cavett type talk show. Okay. And so I did, and I'll tell you, I wrote this all up for medium. I wrote the story of this slow build because there were so many moments where I thought, Oh, this is definitely not going to (laughs) happen. Um, I mean, I, I can't tell you, like uh, there was at least 12 times where I went into my husband's office and said, I can't, I, there's no way we're just never going to get across the finish line. It's too, I haven't heard from him in two months. Whoa. You know, and then meanwhile, 
you know, some things move slowly. And when you're trying to start something new on PBS, like they don't, they don't put that many new shows out. They put a new show out every five years. So I just had totally unrealistic expectations in terms of, in terms of pacing, but you get that when you work alone and in this world where you can be creative quickly, Right. You know, like you can throw up, a, I mean, I think there's 2.2 million podcasts right now. Oh, I you wouldn't can throw it. up a podcast in an afternoon. Yeah. Um, it just seemed totally antithetical to the pace that I was used to. But sure enough, little by little, we crossed more and more milestones. And we did three episodes last fall as a pilot with Jennifer Garner, James. I saw Cole, that. And the great Brian Stevenson. Love and that. then we're shooting next week. We're starting to shoot for this coming fall. So we'll have 10 shows out this fall. It's called Tell Me More on PBS. And you can see those three episodes that I just mentioned mm-hmm. on pbs.org. Just, or you can just go to kellycorrigan.com and you can see it all there. Where, where do you shoot these episodes? On location, we go to the people. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I met uh, Jennifer Garner at the Natural Products Health Expo because she has oh, yeah. a product line, the baby food, and she is just incredible, just genuine, real, et cetera, I know. et cetera. I mean, you know more than I do. I know. I'm doing an Instagram Live with her today at four o'clock Pacific. You are. I am, yeah, for her, for the kids book, for Hello World. I love it. And But she really is like the real deal. I, can, yeah. I cannot get over how present and accessible and sincere she is she really is I mean she just never let go you know we we met years ago and had a lot of fun I was interviewing her on stage for something and I thought oh this is you know like happy talk like we're just having so much fun up here on stage and I'll never hear from her again yeah we we just never let go of each other I mean incredible it's great it's amazing and, and, you know, to, to, she's very hello world. Like she's really got that attitude. Yes. Like she carries a notebook with her because she's so sure that you're going to say something that she wants to write down that she whips oh. it out of her pocket and scribbles notes all day long. Like that is a hello world attitude. Well, she has that love of learning, that endless love of learning. Yes. Which is important yes, yes. to have, you know, I, I think it really, it lifts us up, especially right now. A hundred percent. And it's never been easier to learn. I mean, you know, there's so we've access to so much. I mean, podcasts, books, yes, so many movies and documentaries. Yeah. It's endless. We have to sort of lean into it. We have to like hello world it. You bet. Okay. So I know we got to wrap. Where can people find out more about you? Kellycorrigan.com has everything about everything. Um, And then hello world. You can just get wherever you get your books. Okay, fantastic. This has been great and congratulations. I love the book. Oh, thanks so much. 